up some information about Brooks McCutcheon and might find interesting. Ham, I know you can't tell me why you offered the deal. I just want to know if you're all right. Good luck with your defense. How's the trial of the century going? It's going. Brooks was into something big. Bigger than you, burger, or anyone in this town's even thinking about. We have our reasonable doubt, but it's no smoking gun. No, the smoking gun's in our safe. Careful now, Perry. Order. Order. That, of course, is Perry Mason, episode six season two welcome to the dr zeus phil podcast i promised you we would talk about it because i always keep my promises whether it's me saying that i'm gonna wear the mandalorian mask to work and i did but that was last week and i said you kept your promise and i did so as a podcaster i also keep my promise (laughs) yes it's been two days of succession logan the death the kids Who's going to succeed? Booyah. Now, when it comes to Perry Mason, we're going back in time. To the, this is to the 1930s. And um, things are getting dicey. Things are getting really dicey. And now there are these theories floating around online of who really had Brooks, Brooks McCluction. Oh, God, I hope I said his name right. Dead. Who, who killed him? Who orchestrated that? Okay, because we know it wasn't the two brothers, um, and they're really getting the rap because they're Latino. And in the 1930s, <laughs> uh, California was a very racist place. Ah, oh, my my ancestors know all too well. Oh, Perry Mason, Perry Mason, There's a lot going on. Della and her new girlfriend. And she got rid of the old one. That you want to be honest. As I was watching, I thought, oh, that's kind of wrong. That's kind of fucked up. You're you're big and shit now, and oh, you're going to get rid of... Because you've outgrown her for this new Hollywood writer. I That's where I'm kind of like... And, but then, you know, that's like something a man... <laughs> yeah, that's something a man would do. And here is a woman doing it. So, you know, um, yeah. It's, uh, things like that, I'm kind of like... Uh, but then, yeah, I get it. We outgrow people. Um, romantically, but you know, I have, but I don't. I don't do that. It's like, oh, I'm big now and famous. Let me move on to the next one. No, I don't think so. Ah, and then Perry. Perry has hooked up with the teacher, his son's teacher. Oh my God! Someone give me a license so I can play um, Van Halen's "Hot for Teacher." Yeah, but that's the 1930s and that song didn't exist yet Van Halen Brothers didn't even exist yet um yeah so it's it's been uh fascinating I mean the fact that I'm not just talking about succession and and the Roy family that we're we're actually talking about something different and here's my thing with Perry Mason I hope it's not another three years before season three because it's like i've been waiting for this for a long time i think some of it was the pandemic or wait a lot of it was the pandemic and um yeah 
Perry Mason's such an interesting show, so interesting. And um, as I was watching that clip, I was thinking about um, what is it? Uh, the shows that you know come and go, and how HBO is facilitating this this quality of. Uh, excellence the cinematic television because it is cinematic it's not this is not your grand i've said it before and i'm not going to drive it into the ground this is not your typical uh perry mason okay this is this is some crazy ass um i mean it's it's in the tradition of it but then there's this courtroom scene where della has to put a uh, she has to show I guess uh, some woman was wronged by Brooks and um, Brooks not Brooks and Dunn get it right now how he liked to put a belt around a woman's neck and so she's doubt demonstrating this and then she mentions coitus in the courtroom and I almost started laughing I thought oh yeah because back then they didn't call it sex they called it coitus yeah well not not in the LGBT community. I mean, she knows about so her, you know. You know what I find interesting is is that her character and Justin Kurt's character are both gay, and they're each other's beards. Okay, and um, someone was asking me about that. You know, well, gay guys marry um, women. Well, yeah, it's called a beard. It's called a beard. Oh, there are some very famous people who have beards. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but we won't go there because I don't, I don't, I don't tell. You know, I'm not Ilya Kazan. I don't name names. I think if that's what you want to do, uh, hey, and I'm respecting of it. If if both both parties are respecting and consenting, and they're like, okay, we're just married for convenience, for children or whatever. I mean, there was a movie about that. It was Beginners where. Christopher Plummer played this closeted man and he had a child, Ewan McGregor, and then the, the wife dies and he says to him he was gay and he was like he was gay the whole time and, and how the wife and him kind of um, went about that. And, and that's been going on for a long, long time, okay? If you, you know, here I was mentioning Succession the other day, if you look at The Lion in Winter and Richard the Lionheart was supposedly same thing he you know I think he had to have a queen and you know he really preferred another king and yeah you know it's been going on since the beginning of time but that's why I like I like Perry Mason is it's showing all these different facets that we know existed in the 1930s and then Perry himself you know I, I don't know if him and, and him, him and the teacher will continue to be an item because oh he accused her of something and and rightfully so you know he's under a lot of pressure and the theme song you know the theme song doesn't play until like the end of the series like the first series because originally from what i read perry mason was just going to be uh, a mini series that's all it was going to be and then they decided to do a second season i was so happy that they did you know who i miss i like his girlfriend the lady that bought his parents um what is it Farm. She's such a oh my god, she's such a character. Um I forget her name. 
But it's like she... She knows him better than most women. Probably better than his own wife. And, um... You know, uh... What does she do? She buys the farm from him. And, um... I forget her name. It's sad. You know, I've been watching this series since 2020. <laughs> and, um... Let's see. 2020 was really the year that, you know, yes, it was the pandemic. And we most of us were in our pajamas. I wasn't. Um, not most of the time. And it was like this big kind of blanket. Everyone was under this blanket watching Netflix and, you know, deep dish pizza. And I wasn't, you know, I was outside a lot. That was probably the year that I re-embraced going outside. And, you yeah. <sighs> While I still have a long way to go, <laughs> um, yeah, I do have a long way to go. Oh, woo! Okay, so Veronica Falcon, as Lupe Gibbs, an accomplished pilot and the uh, owner of a speakeasy who has a sexual relationship with Mason. Oh, yes, she does. She's great. Oh my goodness, she's great. She's on Queen of the South. Um, according to my brother who um, got me into Perry Mason because he, he started talking about it during 2020. We were in the car and I was like, oh, okay. Sometimes his TV choices are interesting and sometimes I'm like, I'm not watching a show about cars. That's you. I'm not watching. I tried to watch Gone in 60 Seconds. No, actually, I liked Gone in 60 Seconds. What was the show I tried, the movie I tried to watch? Oh, Fast and the Furious. Oh, God, that was such a, that was such a shit show. And, and I get it. People like it. People like cars. Vroom, vroom. Not me. I was, uh, you know. But I'm trying to find a clip of her. She was so good in Perry Mason. Oh, my God. Is this it? Is this it? Wait. was an interview with her um let me see Perry Mason I mean I I want to see more of her in this the second season because it's like that she sees him at his rawest okay oh he got humped off the bed what Scene breakdown. What's this? Oh, God, let's play it. <laughs> This is an adult show now. Everybody. Yeah. Tim Van Patten 
is an incredible director and in that he has he gives a hundred percent trust into the actors and there was there was a sequence it was very similar written and then we kind of tried it and it wasn't quite well it was hard to kind of do it any good and he says this sh it, it should be a few things it needs to kind of be funny but she should be in a relative position of power like how do we get that and then we, all three of us would kind of devised this and came up with it and, and rehearsed it and that's the that's the madness of this life when you find yourself trying to trying to figure out and rehearse a scene where you're fucked off a bed. No, I didn't hurt. What was going through my head is like, what do I actually do for a living? I'm a grown man pretending to do this. What did my grandfather say? That's what was going through my head. Yeah, that is, and that is a scene. Oh my God, that is a scene. And I wish I could find one where she's talking to him. But that's that's who I want to see more of. Now, what's going to happen with all of this madness? And um, I mean, like I said, it's something other than succession. And, and there's, I'm going to be honest with you, there's nothing other than succession. I mean, I sound like a kid on Christmas with succession. It's like, oh my God. What are they going to do? I think we're all just kind of waiting. Okay, how is this going to end? You know, um, that I think that is the consensus of uh, the succession crowd. Is like, okay, okay, how is this going to, what are they going to do? What the heck are they going to do? Who's going to, you know, who's going to die next? That's, that, that's, that's really what I'm thinking right there. But who's going to ascend power? Now let's go back to Perry Mason because I, you know, I, I sometimes I, you know, easily get sidetracked and, um, yeah. Okay, here we go. God, this is such a great show. I love the first season. The first season was, okay, shoot. You want me to be honest? Well, me be honest, we're all friends here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I wish I got fucked off the bed. <laughs> I mean, he does. He falls. He's having sex with her, and he falls off the bed. You know? Um, I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with that. You know, I know you're probably like, oh, my God, Dr. Zeus, TMI. We are all adults here, okay? We are all adults here. We've all adulted. If you have not adulted, then stop listening to this show, please. We have all adulted. Okay. Yes, some of us for procreation, and some of us, well. Last time I checked, I can't procreate. <laughs> it just wouldn't work. I mean, you know, I mean, we'd have to use like a test tube, and then. Oh, is this it? Oh, God, it is. It is. It is. It is. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh my god, the scene! But we're not gonna watch it again. Oh my, oh my. Hold on. She's like a Mexican Kathleen Turner. Cause she's got that voice. Oh god. <laughs> oh no. And then the bed, it's the 1930s. And he falls, oh, he falls off the bed. Oh yeah, that's, oh, let's hear what she has to say. Oh, senor. I think she's jealous of me. 
want some, you better get it yourself. I need fucking help. Take them off or put them back on, Buffy. Make up your mind. What are you in a rush for? I sleep. Sleep here. I sleep in my own bed. I'll give you six thousand for this dump. Haha, <laughs> six thousand. She won't even sleep here. It's a fair price. It's a price. It's a great fucking price. You don't even have citrus. You know I'm working this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah Woo Such a great series um, The first the first season was just I like the second season But it's kind of like okay But where are some of these other characters I think this, the first season was like Okay we are establishing You know this character And you know, the other characters And they all have these intersecting lives And what's going to happen And shit It happens <laughs> So yes, um, Perry Mason. It's it's a great moment. It's a great moment of uh, television. It really is. I'm so just uh, in awe of it. And um, you know, it's uh, done by the Downies. I eight episodes though. I'd kind of like more, but you know, I shouldn't complain. Um, who's directing? Okay. Fernando Cambria, Jessica Lowry, um, of course, Dan Patton, you know, he should be directing it. Um, we got two episodes left. We got chapter 15 and chapter 16. Then we're done. Then we're done. Right before succession. So, I know. You knew I was going to say that. Come on. Now, if you can hear me, yes, I am congested. And yes, it is allergies. No, it is not. Um, what is it? No, you can't catch it. You can't catch allergy. <laughs> I don't have COVID. Trust me, I have the tests. Okay. And when I say trust me, I mean I'm not trying to say trust me like I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, I do like Arnold, though, as, for, as what he does for after school programs, what he did, and then what he did for fitness. And I have his book, and maybe I should fucking read it. Um, uh, it's been a fascinating day. That's all I'm going to say. But as I say, I keep coming back for more. <laughs> I keep coming back. I don't get deterred. And, you know, I feel that I'm building a thicker skin. And it's like, hey, bring it on. <sighs> and I'll say something, uh, you know, or no, I shouldn't. Anyway, <laughs> I won't say anything. Because sometimes it's good to just, you know. Let's just say uh, sometimes it's, it's good to pretend. Let's just say someone assumed I was military, and that's all I'm going to say. Uh, I'm technically not, but I am the son of a military veteran, so, and the grandson, so, yeah. You know, but yeah. 
it's it's good to you know have a tale to tell. Yeah. And it's fleet. Is it Fleet Week? Oh my! <laughs> oh my! Let's all go to San Francisco now. Um, Perry Mason. You know, I should mention that Matthew Reese did play a gay man on uh, Brothers and Sisters alongside a real gay man, Luke McFarlane. And what did Matthew Reese say about Luke McFarlane? <laughs> oh my God! And and we'll do this because you know it's it's part of the Perry Mason um, mystique. I mean, it's such a such a great show, and I and I. First of all, come on. How could you not um how could you not be you know kind of in awe of Matthew Reese? He got to kiss Luke McFarlane and so did uh Billy Eichmann and Bros. Oh here we go. From St. Louis with a question for Matthew Reese. Hi Morgan. Hi Morgan. Hi. Hi. Hi Andy. Hi Matthew. Okay. Can you rate Luke McFarlane's kissing skills? On a scale from one to ten in brothers and sisters. This is what I said the first time I kissed him. As we broke away, I simply whispered, You kiss like an angel. Wow. <laughs> and I spoke from the heart. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We'd all like to have that experience. Yeah, I yeah. I had it many, many times. Yes, you did. Yes. Hmm. Have you seen him in bros? Yes, I have. Dreamy. Oh. Yes. With the body of an Adonis to boot. To boot? To boot. I agree. Yeah. Um, I wanted to boot. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, Perry Mason, <laughs> Matthew Reese is Perry Mason, I mean, come on. You know, he's got that Welsh accent, and here he is uh, playing this uh, American, you know, um, yeah, this American private dick, and then what happens? He becomes Perry Mason the lawyer, and da-da-da-da, yeah. Here is what's going to happen next week. You've created quite a shit show, my friend. I'm ready to declare a mistrial. It's Pete Strickland. I don't like leaving things bad between us. What are you doing here? I'm looking for the truth. Just let it go. could take down some of the biggest names in this city. This is my responsibility, but I'm going to ask all of you for your help. What are you doing here, Mason? Now, I want to mention, oh my goodness, there is some really exceptional guest stars on this second helping of Perry Mason, and one of them is Academy Award nominee Paul Racy. Is it Racy? Ray, um, let me check. <laughs> if you loved The Sound of Metal, which I did, I loved The Sound of Metal. And he played such an amazing character in that film. It's about a, a musician who, who becomes deaf. And Paul Racy's character helps him. Let's see. How do I say it? Paul Rassi. Um, and he's on Perry Mason. Oh, he plays this dark motherfucker. He plays Lydell, Liddell, uh, McClutchin, McClutchin. Um, yeah. Sean Astin as uh, Sonny Grice. 
Uh, who else is on here? Hope Davis is Camilla. Uh, how do you say her name? Oh, she's an oil tycoon. Nygaard. Nygaard. Who else is on here? I mean, it's it's a it's a bevy of different people, you know, coming in to the Perry Mason um uh fold now. And then there is the lady who is. What is it? <sighs> She's playing the the girlfriend for. Uh, let's see, what is her name? Oh, Jen Talak, who is playing. Who is she playing? Anita St. Perry, a self-made screenwriter, Della meets and is attracted to. Oh, yes, she is. Mm. Yeah, fascinating. Fascinating. I mean, you know. Yeah. And then and then you have everything going on, and you have this, this murder trial, and at the same time, because the two men are Mexican, then there is that element, and, um, you know, as a Mexican-American person, I mean, I'm like, damn, I'm glad I... I love the films of the 1930s, but I'm glad I wasn't alive then. Oh, geez. The stories that I have been told. Oh, yes. Especially in California. So, Perry Mason. Season 2. It's getting off the ground. What's well, It's it's becoming fascinating, and I love this series. And um, I hope that we all uh, enjoy the uh, final episodes of... Um, this magnificent uh, series uh, that is uh, just it's timeless so as always and let's hope the medicine kicks in tonight unpleasant dreams (laughs) 